Hey friends, this is Andy Storch, and I'm excited to announce that we are bringing the Talent Development Think Tank Conference back on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. Yes, you might remember we hosted this conference for the first time in January 2020, and it was a huge hit with everyone telling us it was the best conference they ever attended. And of course, we were looking forward to running it again in 2021 until the pandemic hit. That's when I launched the Talent Development Think Tank membership community, and that's been going strong since May of 2020. But I know how valuable it is to get people together in person, and that's why we are excited to be bringing the conference back again on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. I'm committed to making this a highly engaging and interactive event where you can connect, learn, and grow together with other talent development professionals. This is going to be the best event out there in talent development, and I would love to see you there. If you want to find more information and get your tickets today, the website is tdtt.us conference. That's tdtt.us slash conference. I hope to see you there. Welcome to the Talent Development Hot Seat with your host, Andy Storch. The show is dedicated to helping you develop the most important part of your organization, the people. If you are in HR or talent development, or you just want to learn how to get the best out of your people, then you are in the right place. Each week, Andy shares interviews with talent development professionals, thought leaders, and experts to share best practices, learn about the latest trends, and find out what has been successful in the world of talent development. This podcast is designed to give you what you need to be successful in the world of talent development. Now, here's your host, Andy Storch. Welcome back to the Talent Development Think Tank. I'm your host, Andy Storch. And today we have a bonus Q&A episode with Jeff Hatchell, who's Vice President of Global Enablement with American Express. And if you haven't yet listened to my interview with Jeff all about learning and development for sales, go back and check that out. We had a great conversation about how do we help salespeople? How do we create great training and learning programs for sales? And either way, you can get value out of this, our bonus Q&A round, where I want to ask Jeff some questions about his career, his biggest success, his biggest failure, proudest moments, challenge he sees in talent development, trends he's following, and a book recommendation from him as well. Enjoy. Welcome back. This is our bonus round Q&A with Jeff Hatchell from American Express. Jeff, are you ready for the bonus round? You know it. Let's do it, Andy. All right. So I want to ask you about your book and a little bit about your career, but I want to start with the hard-hitting question, you and I were just kind of joking about this, but you are a Black man working in L&D, which is something I don't see that often. Can you just describe what has that experience been like? Have there been challenges? I know we don't have time to go into a ton of stuff here, but sure. I'm just curious for those you know interested in that sort of thing. Sure. Yeah. No, I, for me, it's been really good. I, I thoroughly enjoy the L&D space. And I feel like I am someone who I can get along with anyone, any race, any any anything. I live in California. You know, yeah. I'm sure that that says it all. I'm in the Bay Area. Right. So I feel like I am literally able to connect with any and all. But it it's it's been so it's been positive just because, you know, from I've lived in Ohio, Cincinnati, Ohio. So that's mm-hmm. what I mean. It's like, you know, one area is very conservative, another yeah. area is, you know, liberal. So because of those experiences, I've I've uh, had the opportunity of working and dealing and interacting with people from various backgrounds, different beliefs and different thoughts and, and different ideologies and, you know, political stances and all of the above and have learned how to adapt. Mm. Speaking of that, learning how to adapt, 
obviously the idea of diversity, equity, inclusion been around for a long time, but it's certainly gotten a lot more play and interest from companies and media since the death of George Floyd back in May, 2020, right? It's now starting to be weaved more into a lot of what we do in L&D. Are you happy to see that? Do you think about that sort of thing as you're putting together sales training as well? Yes, yes, indeed. And and a lot of companies, I am pleased that it seems like corporate America, I don't want to use the word woke up, but that George Floyd situation, it did seem like it, because there's things, a lot of things that have happened always, you know, over the years, but this one. Decades. Exactly. I don't know if it was because of the pandemic and most people were home and able to see it. It was just so you know, obvious and brutal that it was just, you know, an awakening. And and I'll say what I've been, you know, reading and hearing and, and experiencing is a lot of organizations, it made them start to look in the mirror in different areas um, from pay equity, mm-hmm. from, you know, in terms of where people are within their organization at the diversity levels, at the senior levels, lower levels. And they've been, many organizations have been making adjustments accordingly and trying to do a better job the DEI area has always been there, you know, in major corporations, but I don't know if they've gotten the type of attention and funding and budget approval yeah. over the last two years versus in the past. Now, you know, that you've been hearing a lot more about chief diversity officers and right. people, you know, being raised up and all the things that they're doing and a lot of speakers and you're hearing a lot of um, famous people, you know, speak to the issues and challenges. And opportunities, it's a great thing. And and I think that it's a great thing for the country and society overall, just yeah. in terms of the awareness and the willingness, in some cases, to be able to address it. Absolutely. I agree. I mean, we're just having a lot more conversations, right? And awareness right. goes up. Hopefully that means unconscious bias goes down. Right. We'll get more opportunities based on, you know, merit and skill and, and less on sure. how they look and that sort of thing. Speaking of opportunities and career, you wrote a book and you talked a little bit about it in the last episode that we recorded. But I was curious just to ask, take that one step further. Why did you write a book versus like you could just be having conversations with people? But it's a sure. big endeavor to write a book. It is. It is. And it's like a long time. Yeah. But the idea is I wanted to have something to be able to give back, to capture mm-hmm. the essence of what I learned as I was working with organizations. The other thing that came to mind is as a a lot of cases, I'm brought in to do coaching and leadership development. And it tends to be with high potential people, senior level executives. And I felt like those, I'll just say within the middle or lower, even lower levels of the corporation, it would be helpful for them to be exposed to this type of information. Because in many cases, you know, they're investing in those who are already doing good. It's almost like, you know, we're, we're giving, you know, scholarships and recognizing and rightfully so. And I'll just, you know, the example of students who already have all A's and all B's. It's like, OK, we get it. What about those in the middle? You know, what about those in the C level, so to speak? It's like, OK, they're just going to have to. So this was my way of having something available for all levels of the organization, no matter if you are, you know, high performer, low performer, somewhere in between. Everyone would have access to the same type of information that the senior levels, that the high potentials are getting. So it can help to create more of a level playing field for all. Absolutely. Uh, Jeff, what has been proudest moment or biggest accomplishment in your career so far? Yeah, I'll, I'll say because I am big with giving back, contributing. I mean, it's nothing like if you've made any level of success, if you learn a little something, give back, help someone else out. So for me, writing the book, creating an audio version to be able to have more, you know, exposure and allow more people 
to be able to receive it. So for me, writing that book was my way of giving back to the world. I love that. Conversely, what's been one of your bigger mistakes or failures in your career? What did you learn? Sure. So I'll I'll share with you. uh, It's a story that I, I tell in the first chapter. The first chapter is the audacity to hope, and it's based on an acronym, have a big dream, overcome obstacles, perceive the best, and expect to receive. And part of me saying overcome obstacles is that as I was pursuing my dream, and I mentioned to you earlier, my business took over and I ended up leaving corporate and I had to run it full time. But before that, I ended up, I left my Fortune 100 organization and I went to a training company, a small training company to learn about the training industry as a way of setting me up to go launch out on my own. And when I went to this training industry or the small training company, after working for them one year, a bigger training company acquired them. And one day the boss came in and and the owner came in and basically gave me a pink slip and said, I'm sorry, but we're going to have to let you go. And I tell the story that as I'm pursuing my dreams, as I'm going for it, I get fired. Right. And it helped me to really write that acronym and to understand that it's part of the process. So in the book, when I talk about inspiration is that part of our journey, our career journey, we're going to have some ups and downs. It's, it's a roller coaster ride. We don't move up in a straight linear fashion, but in many cases, you know, we have our ups and we have our downs. And it's, as they say, it's not what happens to you, but how do you respond to mm-hmm. when those types of things happen? So as we are in this environment, this pandemic, this great resignation, it's really helping us to choose to look in the mirror and to recognize and to remember who we are, that we are extraordinary, that we do bring so much to the table, and to be able to leverage our past experiences, including our failures, to be able to help others to get to their next level, and that will help us get to our next level. So true, so true. And we can't choose the events that happen in the world right. most of the time, right? They, they happen whether we like it or not, but we can choose how sure. we respond. And that really exactly. can influence our success and where we end up in life. What's a big trend in talent development or learning and development that you're following right now? Yeah, then I'm, I'm saying as, as it relates to trends, it's more of everyone is now leveraging. And I, I, I keep putting this up because yeah. this is this is it. From, you know, extras walking the dog, you know, the, the ear pods and, you know, the neighborhood walks, going to the gym, everywhere. So shows like yours, your podcast, there is a need for it. This is the trend that there is more people. But the idea is to focus because we can be all over the place. And the idea is to narrow the focus so you can not only own your career, but you can own your life by recognizing who you are, pun intended who you are, but to stay focused in your lane. Because sometimes, you know, we can be all over the place. And I am a big believer in strengths and strength finder, you know, the old book, strength finder, and recognizing who you are and developing that. So you can thrive being your true authentic self. I like what you did there about owning your career and owning your life. That was good. That was good. Speaking of that, is there a book that you recommend or has made a big impact on you uh, besides yours and mine? Sure, sure. I am a big fan of John Maxwell. Love his books. And one of the books out of many, I mean, just as an author, I would just say, you know, John Maxwell, but he wrote a book and it's all around growth. 
and how we have development plans. And he uses the word growth, have a growth plan. Because the idea and the premise behind it is as a kid and as a baby, you know, we're all born babies and we naturally grow up, you know, through the, you know, up until, I don't know, 18 to 21, we naturally grow almost, you know, of course, if you eat your, you know, food, but for the most part, without much effort, it just naturally happens. Right. Versus from a career standpoint, from a personal development standpoint, from a talent standpoint, it doesn't work that way. It has to be intentional. Mm. We have to decide that we're going to grow. We have to decide that I'm going to listen to the podcast, that I'm going to pick up the book, that I'm going to go to this workshop. I'm going to attend this training. It's an intentional by choice decision that allows us to grow mentally and emotionally and all other areas beyond physical, but it's a choice. So that's why I thoroughly recommend and enjoy that particular book. Got it. Yeah. All about growth. And you mentioned growth mindset and Dr. Carol Dweck in our last yes. interview. And you've got to be intentional. I wrote a chapter in my book on your current life about investing in continuous learning. You've got to be intentional about going yes. out and doing that. Last question for you, Jeff, for those out there in talent development, learning and development, sales enablement, who are looking for ways to grow their careers, what's one more sure. piece of advice you would give? Yeah. And it is to do a self-assessment. Mm. So my when I say a self-assessment, Really recognize where you are. I even like to say, you know, start out even with your values, remembering what matters most to you and why. And one of the best ways to determine what your values are is to look primarily at how you spend your time and how you spend your money. Then look at that as a point of departure, meaning this is where I am today. And I recognize because in some cases, we're doing things outside of our current values of where we really want to be. And as you think about where you want to be in terms of your goals, then think about what are those values that align to those things, because then you want to set your goals to those values. So when I say do a self-assessment, look in the mirror and align to your values and let that be your driving force. I love it. Great way to close it out. And I think so much of career success and leadership success starts with self-awareness, self-reflection, yes. really understanding yourself and who you are and where you want to go so that you can start making a plan and taking action to get there. Well, you are doing some awesome stuff, Jeff. Thank you so much again for coming on the show, for sharing everything with our listeners. Yeah. And I look forward to talking with you more soon. Yeah, me too, Andy. Thank you. Thoroughly enjoyed. All right. That will do it for my bonus Q&A round with Jeff Hatchell from American Express. I hope you enjoyed that. And I just want to take a moment to remind you that our podcast is sponsored by the Talent Development Think Tank membership community. It's the number one place to go if you work in talent development and you're looking for others to connect with, to hear about the latest trends, to hear from great speakers, to connect with others, to share your own experience, to ask questions, and to solve real problems in talent development. We're always looking at what are the latest things going on, what are the challenges that most people are dealing with, and having open, honest conversations with each other about what we're doing to solve those and really helping each other, as well as fostering a lot of one-on-one -on -one great connections. We have regular live calls, some with guest speakers, some open forum calls, and we do networking once a month as well. You can find all the information on our website, tdtt.us. That's tdtt.us, as in Talent Development Think Tank. And when you sign up, you can use the code HOTSEAT, H-O-T-S-E-A-T, for 10% off. 
Our podcast is also sponsored by Advantage Performance Group. Advantage is a professional services firm dedicated to providing a continuous stream of creative learning and consulting solutions that equip individuals, teams, and organizations to do the best at what they do. You can find more information by going to advantageperformance.com. There's tons of great free resources on there, and you can also click on the solutions and see what they have to offer. Thank you again for listening. I really appreciate you. I hope you will help spread the word, share this podcast with others that you think would benefit from listening. And stay tuned because I've got some more great interviews coming up for you, including one from an interview series I did recently with the USC Marshall School of Business Executive Education Program, as well as one on setting up and starting a new L&D department from scratch with my friend Lotus Buckner and breaking down the different roles in talent development with my friend Tracy Cantu. So if you haven't already, I hope you will subscribe, leave a rating and review, and join us for our next interview. See you then. Thanks again for listening to the Talent Development Hot Seat. If you haven't already, we'd love for you to leave us a rating and review on iTunes to help other people find the show. And as always, you can find all of our episodes and tons of free resources on our website, talentdevelopmenthotseat.com. Thank you again. Take care.